Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Blue Cross Blue Shield Healthcare Plan of Georgia, Inc. This is the 32nd Stereo Radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. This is The Drive with A.D. and Raph on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. It is Monday, and this is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. Got a text from Bryce. He is not even listening currently, but he just wanted to say, from all Chiefs fans to Denver, let's ride. Bryce, <laughs> I wish you could be listening right now, but hey, it happens. Congratulations, <laughs> Chiefs. You know, we're going to definitely hop into NFL action in the second hour, but yeah, it's um, that was that was that was that knot on, on Russell's head was, I mean, that was like a cartoon shiner that you'd see like on Daffy Duck and stuff when they do it, you get hit with a mallet and all of a sudden it just goes. <laughs> and then just pop up on the top of their head. I'm like, yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's done. Fellas, I'm still pissed Uh-oh. about that Nebraska basketball game, man. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Man, there were some Bush League calls in that game, yeah. dude. Help me out, y'all. Well, here, here's the deal. There were some calls, especially the one at the very end. That however, was bad. However, however, however. I'm sure Coach Fred Hoiberg would say the same thing. You got to make your free throws. Oh man, yes. You've got to make you've got to make your easy layups. Yep. You got you've got to make you have got you have got to basically and essentially in the Big Ten you have got to take it out of the referee's hands. Yeah. Because if you leave it in their hands mm-hmm. and it gets to the end of the game, watch out. It's Anything's possible. You. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, I think so too. You're right. Um, but also. This is now turning into consistent poor refereeing. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. like consistent yeah. bad officiating. Well, mm-hmm. it's like it's funny like I see this sometimes in a lot of a lot in basketball refereeing for some reason. Mm-hmm. Even when I was down in Alabama watching high school basketball. Mm-hmm. It seems like these referees assume it's going to happen uh-huh. so they make the call. Yeah. Like right. that call at the end, they assumed he was they were going to foul him. Oh man. So like, oh and then all of a sudden you go back and watch replay, and it didn't even touch the guy. No. And it's like, yeah. come on, people. Well, well, see, that's the thing is, it, that's what I was frustrated about. I, I think it was on Wilcher, right, where the where the guy lost possession of the ball, then Wilcher like tapped him, and they called a foul on Wilcher mm. when when the Purdue player didn't even have the ball. Um, 
I don't like whether Nebraska's in Purdue's shoes there, whether Purdue is in Nebraska's shoes there. I don't like that call at that stage of the game. No. no because no. because once again, no matter how you look at it, something as as minor as that was, even even if he did have the basketball, mm-hmm. you are, are are you're you're literally controlling the game and, and your your intent is mm-hmm. to control the game yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You're you're not allowing it to play out. I mean, like like you said, Raf, you're just Assuming that it's going to be, assuming that they were going to be more more physical of a foul, right? But that's where it's so frustrating. Like you see it all the time at the end in late stages of games when guys, or you know, when teams will try to trap rather than foul right away. You know, if there's 14 seconds left or 16 seconds left and they're down by two, then they'll try to trap, but you can't even establish a trap a lot of the times because refs will just call a foul the moment they see any incidental contact. And you're 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 taking over the game, and that's not your job. Right. That is not your job as a referee in whatever sport. You're taking over the game when you do that. Um, and, but you're right; they needed to hit their free throws, yeah. and this is now a consistent then, issue over the last couple of years: is not hitting free throws. And then you look back. I always kind of look back over the entire game, and you're like, "What could have been different?" Grishel in the first half. I mean, he had some great drives, mm-hmm. but he did not finish. Nope. I th- he missed like I think I had him at like four layups in the first half. Yeah. And that's yep. that's that's eight point that's eight points right there. That cost you. And it's like you look back on that, and it's just small things. But at at the end of the day, I have raftology. I still have Nebraska as a twelfth seed in the tournament. Twelfth seed. Twelfth seed. <laughs> I look at it this way. I had, I had him up to a five seed yeah. if they won on Saturday. Uh, false. You had him up to a two seed. Okay. <laughs> might have been a little bit excited at yeah, that point. You, you might have had two it. seed. I had um, two or three. You know. But and and I don't know if you guys saw this. <laughs> There was an apology that had to be released at the end of an Ohio State Rutgers basketball game last year. Mm-mm. It was by because of bad calls. Mm. It was by the same crew. Nice. The same crew. The same crew had to issue a was forced to issue an apology, See, that... and so then they they have a, a game like Saturday as well. See how were you? My problem is if you have to issue an apology, maybe you shouldn't be uh, refing games anymore. But that's on the Big Ten. You know, exactly. That's what I'm that's saying. The Big, Big Ten, Ten has got to do better than that, man. Now, granted, not saying that costs us the game. No, no. Because, yeah. like, Cubsker texted in right here. Cubsker, appreciate it. The four missed putback attempts before uh, before are, are just tough. It, it was. Because, Raph, you mentioned, yeah. uh, um, uh, Grease, Greasel had probably, like, four missed layups himself. Yeah. That was just one of the guys. No, that was in the first half. That was in the first half. We missed free throws. I mean, so you look at our stats right here from that game. Uh, their, their top four performers for uh, Zach Eddy. 11 points, 17 boards, seven block shots. Good gosh. That's what happens when you're seven foot four, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and Purdue always always has those guys. Yep. I mean, Last year uh, they Matt, had two Matt of Painter, them. Yeah, exactly. Matt Painter just lives and dies by seven footers, and um, Zach Eady is no no exception to he's that. Not. But also, Fletcher Lawyer, he's a freshman, and he goes off for 22. Um, yeah. He's... Nine of 21 from the field. I mean, he, he had himself a, a day. Yeah. Um, and here's another thing, guys. Like, if you look down the down the list, and I continue to say this, um, Nebraska's going to be able to compete with teams. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like Nebraska's going to be yeah. able to compete with teams, and yeah. they, they've they're putting a product on the floor right now that Husker fans yeah. can actually rally Absolutely. around and feel good about rallying around. Because, yeah. like, think about it in years past, the identity of their team was. Chuck up threes. We're going to try to take so many shots. Eventually, you know, they're going to start falling. Um, and, and let's play fast paced. And, like, you could cheer for it, 
but it wasn't successful, number one. Mm. And number two, you were like, man, this is just really bad brand of basketball. Like, yeah. this is just not fitting to yeah. what Nebraska needs to do. So now this season, they completely flipped their identity. They have a, a defense-first mentality, and it's easy to cheer for. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you, you enjoy cheering for Nebraska defense yeah. right now. This is probably the best defensive team I've seen Nebraska in a long time, bro. I mean, they, they, yeah. they, oh, yeah. they look invested. And they look committed to yeah. defense. You know, I, 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 there's night and day. This is the, for me, probably the best basketball team I think I've seen Nebraska have probably since the end of the year with Petaway that one mm-hmm. year where they where they, made the where they actually look like they all look like basketball players. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's I mean, a name, Petaway. I haven't heard Turan, it. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. heard that one. A but while. that's like watching them. You actually you you see it like like Bandamel, like, like you said mm-hmm. and. And Gary and those guys and they're scrappers and that's 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 yeah. the brand of basketball I think where Nebraska succeeds. And, and now, like on the flip side, guys, I mean Nebraska has their issues. The free throw shooting is an issue. Yes. Um. The the finishing inside, whether it be Blaze Kada, whether it be Emmanuel Bandamel, whether it be Jawan, um, it is is an issue. The outside, the perimeter shooting, whether I mean Jawan Gary takes a lot of threes. That's not his shot. Um. But as we've said a couple times, they make for make up for it on the defensive end. And one thing I will say, like, and we saw this against Creighton quite a bit, um, and you could kind of feel it over and over again when they didn't hit shots. And in recent years, when Nebraska didn't hit shots, they completely fell apart. Their effort yep. went to the wayside. I mean, they're they're they just completely lost it. They spiraled. This year, you don't have that. They they would miss shots against Creighton, but they were right back on the defensive side. Yep. And playing suffocating and, and, and stingy defense. And that's all you can hope for. Yeah. And then also, too, I would just love to get some more consistency out of out of um, Casey and Wiltshire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never yeah. know. Right, right. Either they're, it seems like either they're on or they're just completely right. off. And Which I think that's what they do this year. Like, I think that's the program. That's the team. That's how the team is built. Because, like, we came into this season – where it was, all right, they're not going to have a Bryce McGowan's or a Taran Pettaway have to score 25 mm-hmm. points to win. You don't yeah. need C.J. Wilcher to score 20 points to win. Like, you need some production out right. of him, yeah. but you don't need one guy to have do it all like in years past. Yep. So, like, sustainability, for, you know, sustainability-wise, you're like, okay, this could be better because in, in recent years it's been, all right, is Dylan Talley on tonight? Is Bryce McGowan's playing well? Is Taran Pettaway going off for 30? Like, that was the conversation when now it's all right, Sam Greasel can have twelve and Derek Walker can have fourteen and you have CJ Wilcher at six and Casey has nine. Um and Blaze Kata has six off the bench. Like you have this more balanced attack mm-hmm. to where if you would hope that if one guy is is not on one night, like CJ Wilcher hasn't been on or or like Casey has been somewhat inconsistent offensively wise Hopefully, Sam Greasel can pick up the slack. Yeah, because you're, you're not asking him to pick up 30 points. You're asking him to pick up six. Uh, Wiltshire went 0 for 6 field goals and 0 for 3 three-point, you know, on that. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Gary had uh, six points, uh, eight rebounds. D. Walker had 14 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, uh, Benderman had 14 points, one rebound. Uh, Wiltshire, again, like I said, one rebound, uh, three assists, but 0 for as far as field goals. And he's got to step up. Greasel had five, but he was two for four. That was where Greasel was two for fourteen. Yeah, you know, so he had a he had a, he had a tough outing on Saturday for sure. Two for fourteen. But you also have to remember Sam Greasel coming off of 
He's it, sick. It, yeah. it sounds like he was pretty sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Looks, really, looks sluggish really, at times. Like, yeah. like I, I, I think he was in really bad shape on Wednesday. He looks sluggish at um, times. And, and to come back three days later to not only just play a basketball game, but also against a, a top 10 team. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Then Tomonanga with 19. Tomonanga had 19. Uh, so that was – but, yeah, overall consistency, we need that more. Uh, some of the other stats from that game uh, the other night, uh, the other afternoon, uh, three-pointers, we shot 28%. They shot 24%. We were 9 for 32 as far as three-point range. Not going to a lot of games, 9 for 32. <laughs> uh, offensive rebounds, it was tied at 13. Uh, um, overall, here was one point that I thought was important. Points off turnovers, uh, we had 14. They had eight. But we just couldn't convert, man. Yep. Think we about just this, could guys. not convert. Look at this. Nebraska took 72 shots while Purdue only took 58. What's that again? Nebraska attempted 72 shots while Nebraska only t- – att- or, excuse me, Nebraska attempted 72, 72 shots while Purdue only attempted 58. Wow. This is going to sound crazy. Both, both teams wow. hit 23. This is going to sound crazy, too, and I don't know why I have these crazy dreams. <laughs> but I had this weird dream last night, and I woke up in the middle of the night. I wonder how much they practice at PBA. Don't you think that mm. we should shoot better at home? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You That's would intriguing. Think so. I mean, it, it just seems like – I, sh- I honestly don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, I don't know how often they practice there. Yeah. Or do they practice there? Yeah, because I know they I, – I know they do. I, I would be I, – I would. I think they at least go once a week. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you just think that having your home arena, you should you, get here's the thing, more guys. home court. You know, you're yes. used to your arena. You're familiar with those rooms. And it's like if you're not if you're not practicing there a lot, and so it feels like mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I would also say, I mean, you're you're now in the heart of the season, so you're not practicing a whole lot. Yeah, so it's more games, right? It's more games, and so right now it's it's. I mean, even when they do practice, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's. You know, but hard, like even like even in the off, like practices. even in the off season, I think it's a lot of treatment right now mm-hmm. because you got to think you know in the off season like yeah. where they could be sh- shooting at that arena. But I'm guessing the floor is not down, the hoops not yeah, down, so it's probably not happening. But I just feel like we should have a better home court advantage. I agree. I and Mister J Foreman, I am okay. This is the first week <laughs> in a long time. I'm fine. I'm okay. He knew it was going to happen. I actually I. I thought it might be 51 to nothing, but then at the end of the game, I'm like, thank you, Chiefs. You've given the Broncos a spark. It might be thrown in the dumpster fire, but we've got fire, everyone. All right. They didn't quit, man. We're throwing it to break. This is the drive. 93.7, the ticket. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.